this is the Become a Client Magnet podcast, and I'm your host, life and business coach, Whitney Barbary. Each episode, I'm going to show you how to become a client magnet so you can create clients and cash on repeat. We're going to dive into all things marketing and mindset so you can become the number one choice for your ideal client. And we're going to do it without using yucky marketing tactics and without basically having to become something that we're not. So let's dive into the episode. Um, Anyways, we were part three of asking better questions series. The reason I'm having so much fun with this is because learning to ask myself better questions changed everything, not even just for my business, but for my life in general. And if you are just hopping in in the middle of this series, because there's going to be four episodes and you're like, I don't even know what that means to ask better questions. I highly suggest that you stop and you go back and listen to episode one and episode two of the, or I should say part one, part one and part two of this series. You're on part three right now, but I'm going to go ahead and dive in. I'm not going to give a recap because you can get the full explanation, the full breakdown of why we ask better questions and how we ask better questions and what that even means in episode one, part one, and then, um, episode like part two, I'm sorry, I keep saying episode and I'm probably going to confuse some of you. Part two of the asking better questions series. I give a small breakdown, but I would go listen to those. I want to dive right in. So part three is, is including possibility into our questions that we're asking ourselves. A lot of my clients will try to change thoughts that they're having. And when they try to change these thoughts, they're like, here's what happens. I I will be coaching a client or maybe they're self-coaching and then They'll come to me either in a one-on-one call or a group call because like I said, now the mastermind includes two one-on-one sessions every month. Um, They will come to me and they'll say, okay, I've found this thought or I found this belief that's not serving me. So I need to get rid of it right now. needs to go. How do I get rid of it? How do I change the thought? How do I not think this anymore? And I always have to laugh because I'm like, that's not how it works. You know what I'm saying? We don't just change the thought because we see one. It's, I want you to think of it like, you know, if you're a woman and you're listening, which 97% of my listeners are women, because I can see my demographics of listeners and most of you are women. I think there's only like 3% that are men. I would like to change that though. I would like to start branching out into coaching. I have coached some men in the past, but I would love to kind of start um, gearing some of my services towards men as well. Anyways, digressing, but if you're a woman and you're on here and you have any life underneath your belt, you've probably at some point wanted to lose weight. Um, As women, it's just kind of how our bodies are designed, especially with having kids, hormones, you know, um, seasonal, like changes in seasons of your life, right? Like you turn certain ages, our weight just fluctuates. That's just kind of our makeup as women. So if you've ever looked, like for me personally, I, and there's more to come on this, but I am currently, I've been on Weight Watchers for a month and I need, I gained 30 COVID pounds. You know, they say the freshman 15, I've got the COVID 30. I gained 30 pounds over COVID. I went into full-time entrepreneurship in July of 2020. So for basically a year and a month now, I have been a full-time entrepreneur. I spend a lot of time at my desk, sitting on Zoom calls, creating, podcasting, a lot of snacking and not a lot of activity. So, and I, and I had a job up until last July, you know, I worked for the first couple years of my business. I was bartending and serving. So I was on my feet all day long and I was moving around all day long. And so over the last 
I guess 13 months, a year and a month, I've gained 30 pounds and I just don't feel good anymore. I don't like the way I look. Um, I feel very heavy. My body, I look heavy and my body feels physically heavy and I just, I feel tired, um, digestive problems, heartburn, um, headaches, feeling sluggish. And I just don't like the way I feel and I don't like the way I look. So I'm on a plan to change it. But here, here's how I'm going to connect the dots. You're like, oh my God, is she ever getting to the point? Yes, yes, I am. I'm getting to the point. So when you go to lose weight, you don't just say, oh, I gained 17 pounds and I see that it's not serving me. So I need to lose it and I need it to be gone by the time I wake up tomorrow. It's the same thing with our thoughts and our beliefs. You have spent half your life, three quarters of your life, maybe all of your life, creating these stories about yourself and about the world and about life. So you've created these stories and these belief systems and these thoughts, and you've been thinking them for 10, 15, 20, 25 years. And then when you finally get that awareness that it's not serving you, you want to change it and you want to, and you want to wake up tomorrow and it be gone just because you had the awareness. It's not serving you, but it's just like with losing weight, just because I'm aware, you know, I got on the scale about six weeks ago and I was like, Holy crap. Does that number say what I think it says? That is to the dot 30 pounds heavier than I was this time last year. I can't just go, Oh, I'm aware that I've gained 30 pounds and I don't like it. So when I wake up tomorrow, I want it to be gone. And then I'm like mad, excuse me, when I wake up the next day and it's not gone, that wouldn't make any sense, would it? No, it wouldn't make any sense at all. And so we do this with our belief systems. We're like, oh, I see this thought that hasn't been serving me. I need it to be gone tomorrow. And we think that's how it works. But the problem is for some of us, just choosing positive, happy thoughts or just choosing thoughts that we would rather think doesn't solve the problem. And for a lot of us, our brains and our hearts, to be honest, just aren't even there. We, we may, cause I may say to my clients, yeah, okay. So you have awareness that, you know, you have this belief that no one takes you seriously. You know, so I have a, I have a lot of clients and, and this is something I also struggle with to this day in my business. I, even at the six figure mark, I still have periods where I think to myself, oh my gosh, people don't take me seriously. And here's all the reasons why. And so I'll say to my clients, okay, you, you, you see it. It's not serving you. What do you want to think instead? Like in a perfect world, what do you wish that you could just believe without trying? And they may say something like, well, I want to believe that everybody wants what I have to offer. People are just dying to work with me. And I'm like, great, that's an amazing thought. And I'm like, what comes up for you in your body? How does your body feel when you say that? When you say, everybody wants what I have to offer. People can't wait to work with me. What comes up for you? And I tell them, like, you'll notice if it feels believable for you by the way your body responds. If you kind of tense up or you cringe a little bit, it means you're not there yet. You're not ready to believe that. It feels too far out of reach for you. If your body kind of relaxes, if your shoulders kind of go back, right? Your shoulders kind of um, relax. The tension releases from your shoulders. You find yourself sit back a little bit. You kind of rest into it is what I say. You kind of lean into it. Okay, this may be a thought that your, your body, your mind, your heart is willing to believe right now. You know, trying 
like trying to find new beliefs, like I don't even want to say trying to find them, creating, curating new beliefs is just like when you go to Macy's or Target and you're trying on clothes. You have to try them on. You may know that you wear a size 12 jean, okay? You may know that, but we also know that at different stores, size 12 jeans fit differently and it depends on the fit. If it's skinny, super skinny, jeggings, boot cut, spandex, what is it? So, and I don't think they carry spandex in size 16. I think it's just small, medium, large, extra large. That's besides the point. You get what I'm saying. You still got to try them on because you just don't know. And you may try on a pair of jeans and go, mm, nope, that's not the one. But maybe you have five other pairs of jeans and they're all size 12s. And maybe you'll try on a different fit and you're like, yep, this is the one. Love these. Love the way my butt looks. Love the way they, you know, pinch in my thighs. Love it. Okay. Trying on thoughts is the same thing. We have to find thoughts that fit. So I'll ask them, what would you rather be believing? And they'll tell me, they tell me, but sometimes they find a thought that their brain just isn't on board with yet. It, they tense up, they kind of cringe. As soon as they say it out loud, they immediately have thoughts of like, that's not true. (laughs) Yeah. Right. And so here's where the asking better questions comes in. What if you reframed the thought or reframed the belief to a question And you added either what if to the beginning of the question, or you added possibility even. So it would look something like this. So to the example we had a second ago, and my client says, oh, I would just rather believe that people are just dying to work with me. Like they're saving up to work with me right now. There's someone out there right now that's saving up to work with me. And their brain, and their brain's like, oh, no, I just don't see it. Okay. So I'm like, ask your, ask it, pose it to yourself in a question instead of a statement and put what if at the beginning, what if somebody was saving up to work with me right now? Do you feel that? I felt it when I said it, I'm actually kind of thinking about it for myself right now. I'm like, Ooh, I, I have practiced this belief many times in my business and I haven't done it in a while. And I should, especially because my program radically resilient. Me and my husband are teaching a group program together. It's hundred percent online, so it can be done from anywhere. And it's just getting radically resilient in your identity and who you are in your relationships and your boundaries and your emotional resilience. And we have four spots left. We had 12, we've sold eight. We have four spots left and the doors close because we start next Monday. So they're closing in less than a week. And so I think I should practice this belief of like, what if there's four people out there right now that are on the fence, but they're ready? What a good feeling. So whatever you're asking yourself that you'd rather believe and your brain is just not there yet, reframe it into a question and then put what if at the beginning. What if someone's saving up to work with me right now? What if everybody wanted what I have to offer? What if people take me and my business so seriously? What if I could make $2,000 in my business this month? What if I could make $50,000 this year? What if I could create a program that was so much fun for me and my clients? What if I could write a book before the end of the year? Put what if in there. And then also something else I love to do with my clients is I'm like, okay, your brain's not on board yet. What if we just added possibility to the question and we said, What if it was possible that someone was saving up to work with me? What if it was possible that I could be a fully booked coach by the end of the year? 
What if it was possible that I could make $50,000 in my business in the next 12 months? What if it was possible to write a book by the end of the year? What if it was possible to take a month off from my business to go on vacation? What if it's possible to build a full-time coaching business and have kids at home? Do you notice the difference when you add possibility to it? You add, you reframe it instead of making a statement of like, there's people out there saving up to work with me. Some of us may not believe that, but what if we were asking ourselves a question? What if it's possible that people are saving up to work with you? What if it was possible that you could have three littles at home and build a full-time business? What if it was possible to figure out that website? What if it was possible to get a following on TikTok? What if it was possible to make six figures in the next 12 months? What if it was possible? What if? Because like I said in the first two episodes of the series, your brain will set out. Remember what I said, guys? Your brain will set out to answer the questions that you ask it. So sometimes we need to just, like asking better question means we need to be asking ourselves a question just period. And let our brain solve it. So instead of saying to yourself, well, I want to believe that I could make $50,000 in the next six months. Ask it, ask it to yourself in a question. What if it was possible I could make $50,000 in the next six months? How do I think that I did that? What if it was possible to write this book before the end of the year? How do I think I did that? What if it was possible to make $2,000 in my business this month? What if it was possible? If it was possible... If if it was possible to make $2,000 in my business this month, how would I show up today? What would I do? What would I put on social media? What would I offer? Who would I talk to? Who would I send a DM to? Do you see how when I asked myself that question, I immediately started thinking of other questions? Our brains are so ingenuitive. Is that the word? Ingenuitive? And they're so resourceful. And sometimes we we need to give our brains more credit because sometimes, and I'm guilty of this, We're really good at beating our brains up for like, oh my gosh, my brain is such a jerk to me. It's always thinking negative thoughts. My brain's always in the gutter. I just can't ever believe positively. But your brain is actually an amazing and amazing tool that God created. Do you know that researchers, like scientists have found that we're only tapping into about 10% of our brains as a human species. There's a whole other 90% of your brain that God has for you. And I really believe that in this season on the earth, God wants us to start tapping into that other 90% and really utilizing the brain for the, for the vessel that he's like, he's created for us. What is possible, sister, inside of that brain of yours? What resources are inside of that brain of yours? What ideas are inside of that brain of yours? What beliefs are inside of that brain of yours that you're not unlocking right now? What programs, what packages, what niche, what books, what social media post, what journal post, what is in that brain of yours that you're not tapping into? There's so much in there, sis, I promise you. Just start asking yourself better questions. Ask yourself, what if dot, 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 and what if it was possible, dot, 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 and see what your brain comes up with. Hey, before you hop off here, I wanted to let you know, if you head over to my website, you can actually use the code RISEN, R-I-S-E-N, at checkout, and you can get my business blueprint ebook for free. It's a guide to building an authentic business. If you head over to WhitneyBarbary.com, 
you can actually use code RISEN, R-I-S-E-N at checkout and get my business blueprint ebook for free. All right. See you on the next episode.